When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I'm in this world and they made me a monster. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's rolling great. We're now uh, pumping these out by the dozen. Yep. Um, I met somebody um, at a birthday party uh, yeah. on Friday night. Yeah. And he told me he listens to my podcast, which was a little surprising. And he says to me, um, he says, I'm a little bit confused, though. You're called 32 fans, but you haven't had any fans on any of these episodes. No, that's all right. He said you started a recent episode. You and the other guy, you're the other guy. You talked for a while about this soda tournament that you guys did. Yeah. And then you started talking about the team and then you started talking about other stuff. You didn't talk about the team so much. So I said to him, well, I got news to you. You're not going to like the Chargers episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do we should, do we have to go over the Chargers now? Should we talk? About yeah, the Chargers we, for a minute? we dropped the Chargers episode yesterday. We didn't mention the Chargers until there was like one minute remaining. Mm-hmm. So we, t- we said the name Herbert and I do we not talked believe about we Justin mentioned Herbert a little bit. Yeah. A second player in their organization, player or coach. Yeah, I don't think we did. So, you know, let's maybe, you know, we're, we're talking about the Carolina Panthers today. Obviously, you can see that in the headline, uh, the title of the episode. But but should we just cover? A few notes on on the Chargers before we yeah. get to the Panthers. Yeah, let's hit a couple of notes. But I yeah. do have a lot of Panthers takes also. So. Yeah, I mean, look. So the 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 Chargers are basically what the Panthers were last year. New coaches across the board. Uh, what's your take on Brandon Staley as a head coach? I'm not sure. Again, I usually rail against the one year offensive coordinator promotion thing, but the defensive coordinator promotion thing is slightly more rare. So Brandon Staley was an outside linebackers. Mike coach. Tomlin one, from the Vikings. No, I'm not saying it, I'm yeah. not saying it's automatically disaster. But uh, Brandon Staley was an outside linebackers coach for the Bears in 2017, 2018. Then he goes to Denver. He's still just the outside linebackers coach. Mm. He's the D.C. one Can't year trust for the to talk to those insiders. No, I mean, but in 2016, this guy was the defensive coordinator for John Carroll that mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure is a D3 school, right? Oh, not related to Pete Carroll. Uh, no, that would defensive be cool coordinator they... for Pete Carroll. You probably can get an NFL head coaching job. Mm-hmm. So uh, Brandon Staley, who. Uh, like a couple other coaches is about uh, nine months older than us. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> I mean, like, has has he has he dropped 20 podcasts and work on the Olympics in the last few weeks? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. What are you doing, Brandon? Uh, um, what What do you think about Joe Lombardi coming up from New Orleans as the offensive coordinator? Yeah, Lombardi I mean, is a name see- in the NFL can really go either way. A lot of it. Yeah, it's true. It is true. Yeah. Where's Mike Lombardi now? What site is he? Is he fleecing? Bluechippers.com. I don't know. <laughs> Is that really what it's called? No, oh, because no that's idea. his thing. Yeah. 
Mike he, count, he counts the blue chippers and uh, the red chippers or whatever it is. And that's how he decides. Yeah. And then oh, he, see, uh, this is not the Michael Belichick proud for, uh, dad SFU board of governors. That is a Canadian Mike. Lombardi. Yeah. Uh, mm. Wrong Mike Lombardi. Ronaldo Hill comes arrives from Denver as the D.C. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think one of the things I said that we got bombed, so it didn't drop yesterday is or, or yeah, is as a fan from a fantasy perspective, Austin Eckler's great. Uh, the Chargers last year had the most touches for running backs in the NFL. So great for fantasy. Unfortunately, they were bottom 10 in yards per touch. So Eckler Jackson, these guys aren't particularly good, but if all you care about is fantasy, they're good. Can, so can I read you Michael Barty's Twitter bio? Sure. So GM shuffle pod. OK, he's on a podcast. Is okay. that is that a ringer pod? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, at the daily coach, the goal of the daily coach is to provide a better uh, daily hands on approach to become a better leader. Fine. Proud husband, father of two coaches, two beautiful daughter in laws. First of all, it's daughters in law. Yeah. Second of, of all, like you don't have to tell us how hot your son's wives. Are. Come on. You're an old man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four grandsons, two legatos, three Super Bowl rings. Yeah. OK, the Super Bowl rings. That's cool. But uh, the hot daughters in law. Come on. Yeah. To talk about something other than their, their looks. Why are they such wonderful yeah. daughters? Well, it should be like a one smart daughter-in-law and one you know, <laughs> successful. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any takes on the Chargers defense? Oh, I got one more tweet for you while we're here before oh. we talk about the Chargers defense. Okay. I, I love. Um, I was trying to many bring it people back to do. sports, but yeah. I uh, com- sports writers. You're going to love this. Too. Sports writers complaining about the quality of the food that they are served for free at the stadium. Right. Yeah. Here's the Jets guy. It's the Jets Giants game. So I don't know who's uh, I don't even know who the home team is in the Jets Giants game, but it doesn't matter. It's the, the same stadium pregame sped spread bagged soggy sandwiches, chips, cookies and apples. Halftime boiled hot dogs, soggy chicken fingers, soggy fries, cookies. That's rough. It's rough. And, and he has the press box food power rankings. He has giant stadium last in the league. MetLife Stadium is last. That's pretty rough. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't eaten that food. I have no. Taste but I, 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 you don't like when you don't like when they complain about the free food. Yeah, no, obviously, yeah, these guys have. To they should up, yeah. definitely not be giving them like bring your own food. What other job do you like go and like? Imagine if you know. I mean, a lot know. of jobs you get food providers, but yeah, not at like not when you're cup. They don't work for the team. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I, I assume the New York. Well, Times but if anything, just, that's all the more reason why they're getting uh, given food because the team is trying to get in their good graces. Yes, but I bribery. assume the New York Times, the New York Times writers are not even allowed to take the food, right? Like the real organizations probably can't even eat that food. Yeah, for that exact reason. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure how that works. Um, all right. Do you have any takes on the Chargers defense? I do have some takes about the Chargers defense. I, first of all, any team with a Bosa or a Watt, uh, you know, except for J.J. Watt. Yeah. You know, you're going to you're like if you have the elite pass rusher, like, all right, we have a high upside here. Yeah. Well, I mean, they lost Melvin Ingram, their edge rusher. Mm hmm. What do, you, lost, what do you think they lost yeah. Denzel Perriman, who I think was their number one linebacker last year? They lost Casey Hayward, their cornerback. Uh, here's the thing. There, there, there's obviously no logic to this, but because Antoine Winfield Jr. was great last year, I'm expecting Asante Samuel Jr. to be great this year. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the um, corners Durham are Asante. James, is he going to be yeah. healthy? I think he's missed 31 games the last two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, their defense is sort of very young or very old. Uh, yeah. You know, look, Linval Joseph's been around the block. They hired Brandon Staley Chris because Harris. he was like a defensive innovator for the Rams. Mm-hmm. So let's see what we can do across town. But yeah, but the, the only like, you know, real stud on this defense right now is uh, is uh, Joey. Bosa you know, we did. We hat. did mention the tackles. Now that I think about it. we mentioned like Rashawn Slater and Blaga. We didn't talk. I think that stuff all got team. bombed out. But yeah. oh, OK, fine. Yeah, but we did talk about that. We, we had some great takes. Unfortunately, I got. Bombed. Oh, they were all amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, OK, so before we get to the Panthers, how can the San, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers win the Super Bowl? OK, I mean, Herbert improves. Mm hmm. 
at, at which point he's now like, you know, a top five quarterback possibly in the league. Yeah. Some of the other, some of the older QBs, maybe a Rogers bounces back to earth, a couple other quarterbacks. Yeah. Fall, and he's, you know, he's the fourth best guy in the league. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a good start. Um, they get, they get like 1800 yards from like Eckler and Jackson combined. Yeah. Uh, more than that. Now we have a 17 game season. Yeah. Allen and Williams are a top five duo in the league. Yeah, have you seen um, that? We're not going to play the schedule game, obviously, because this, again, is a Carolina Panthers episode. It's for the eighth time. But the first half schedule for the Chargers is rough. But the yeah. second half, other than the Chiefs game, is all cake. So if they're even like four and five at the midway point, mm-hmm. I think from that point, you know, they turn it on. They go like eight and one in the second half or whatever. Well, that's too many games. Seven and one. And then they're 11 and six. And they got the momentum going into the playoffs. There really should be an even number of games if you think yeah. about it. I mean, look, this team is basically the AFC's Vikings. Uh, they were 30th in field goal luck last year ahead of only the Vikings and also the team that we're about to discuss next, Carolina Panthers. I want to know why you think they're the AFC Vikings, but that's why. Well, because just they're, 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 they, they have awful field goal luck. They got awful fumble luck. Um, the Vikings and Chargers last year had two of the worst 10 special teams DVO, DVOAs in DVOA history. Mm-hmm. That and they revert. could get worse this year. No, that has to revert to the mean. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this team cannot continue to lose so many one score games year after year after year. Um, now, part of that, by the way, probably you have to blame Anthony Lynn, who was like very conservative. He went for it on fourth down less than almost any coach in the league. I have a fun mm-hmm. stat for you. Yeah. Um, over the last three years, the four most aggressive teams on fourth down. Do you want to guess who they are? Okay. The Patriots. No. All right. Four most aggressive. The Steelers for sure. No. Really? No. One of them should be obvious because their coach always went for it. Just got fired, even though he just won a Super Bowl. The Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. They're the Rams. Four. No, it's Ravens, Packers, okay. Browns, yeah. Eagles. So in the Ravens, Ravens and Packers, you get two annual contenders. The Browns, a budding contender, and the Eagles, a team that, again, you know, just they won the Super Bowl during that time frame. Even though I mean, fun. every like 20 of the teams in the league, if you're saying like they suck now, but they won the Super Bowl three years okay, ago. Okay, fine. So let's, okay. Here are the four teams that were least aggressive on fourth downs. Mm-hmm. The Broncos, the Jaguars, Washington, and the Lions. Those teams do not have a single season of 500 during that entire period. See, that's a better stat. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, guys, go for it on fourth down. Grow some balls. It's not even balls. Grow some brains, really. Grow some brains. Um, yeah. All right. That's so why don't we stuff. why don't we uh, jump into the Carolina Panthers and give them the, the time that they they deserve? They deserve. Right. Okay, fine. Um, so the Carolina Panthers, Sam mm-hmm. Darnold got worse every single year. Yeah. Worse. Yeah. Uh, Christian McCaffrey didn't really didn't play much last year, but also ran for Fewer yards per carry than Mike Davis did when he played. Yeah, I mean, he played like three games. So, but yeah, the 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 player in the league with the most interceptions thrown in their way. DJ Moore, nine passes intended for DJ Moore intercepted. Easily the most in the league last year. Oh, wow. Robbie Anderson, Robbie. Yeah, I I went through all of uh, Football Outsiders uh, this weekend. So now now I'm prepared. Um, Robbie Anderson, first of all, puts up a, a thousand yard season with their, you know, subpar to mediocre uh, quarterbacking. I mean, Robbie they, Anderson, had th- they, they had three receiver, three great fantasy receivers last year or three good because they I think they had three receiver sets the most in the league over 70 percent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean. But how how about uh, Robbie Anderson, like never even had a decent quarterback, like give this guy Josh Allen. For well, a season now I get Sam Darnold again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's I mean, the I, thing. I, I hate, 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 hate the Darnold deal. Um, Spoiler alert, he's dead last in my quarterback rankings. It's not even close. Like mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater is currently basically a league average starting quarterback. Donald has never been close to that. Now, granted, Teddy doesn't have much upside at this point. And if you're the Panthers, I get that you're not looking for an average quarterback, but an elite one. And in theory, I mean, Donald could be that. I mean, there's not much of a chance, but there is a chance. So fine. He's worth like a day three pick or whatever. Right. 
But the Panthers give up a lot more. They give up a number two and a number four. I just don't get it. Um, and none of this explains why did they give Bridgewater that big contract last summer? Like if they like they knew what Bridgewater was when they signed him. And so that's the part that I really don't understand. Uh, and by the way, if they thought Bridgewater would be more than he was, but the, but then after just one season, they've, they've changed their minds. Well, then why did they exercise Darnold's $19 million fifth year option already? It, it, like they've clearly established that they can decide what a quarterback is. I after think one. when you make the trade for the guys and, and Seahawks fans are seeing this with Jamal Adams also, and you see it every year with a few players like you sucker yourselves into having to sign that player. Now, sometimes it works out like the Giants are like, oh, we want Leonard Williams, but like they resigned him because they made a big deal for him. But you you look like an idiot. And it happens in baseball, too. Like, I wonder if the Mets will sign Javi Baez. But like the like you traded all this stuff for a player who's about to free agent to be a free agent. You have to give him a new contract. And then you're almost like peer pressured by the fans and the, you know, the media into giving that guy a new deal. Yeah. So, look, I mean, I get the, the argument for Darnold basically is that Adam Gase and that's the full argument, right? Yeah, like, I mean, look what Ryan argument, Tannehill 100%. did as soon as he got away from Adam Gase. And maybe Tannehill Tannehill was better. Tannehill like cratered at the end of his Dolphins career and then and then got hurt. No, Tannehill was better with Gase than Darnold was. But yeah. Tannehill with the Titans is infinitely better than Tannehill with the Dolphins. Of course, nobody's yeah, arguing yeah. that. But I'm saying yeah, Tannehill, so I'm saying, so you hope Tannehill like had a higher had a had a higher um, sort of NFL. I don't want to say ceiling, but like he had performed at a higher NFL level much than higher. Darnold has. Yeah, than Darnold. Like Tannehill was a borderline average quarterback a couple of years, you know, with a bad team. Now, Darnold also, you know, these are dramatically better weapons than he's ever had in New York. You know, he has Christian McCaffrey. Yes. DJ but, I mean, his best receiver is literally the same guy he had two years. Well, ago. DJ Moore is better than Robbie Anderson, but uh, yeah, fine. Whatever. Yes. Uh, Curtis Samuel is gone, uh, but um, second round pick Terrace Marshall Jr. Played mm-hmm. the slot at LSU, so hopefully he can fill that void. Um, but again, like, let's remember who Darnold is. Like, he was one of only three quarterbacks in the NFL last year to have a negative EPA from a clean pocket. Clean, Jerry, clean. I just clean. I mean, he was the worst quarterback in the league last year. And I just and by the way, talking about clean pockets, this team lost their starting left tackle, Russell Okung, who was pretty good. They have not really replaced him. They've one of the worst offensive lines in football. I don't understand. Why I saw a stat there. It's going to be the eighth straight year where they have a different uh, left tackle on opening. Uh, why did they not take Rashawn Slater? He was right there. They took um, they took J.C. Horn uh, in the first round instead of quarterback. Well, how about I mean, forget about J.C. Horn or Rashawn Slater, who we just talked about with the or didn't talk about with the Chargers last game. Yeah. Last last team. I mean, you take a quarterback. A quarterback? Yeah, I had eight. I'm saying like why it's insane to have not chosen because they don't think Justin Fields is good. I mean, that's the simple answer. The Vikings were the Vikings also are very low on Justin Fields. So, you know, J.C. Horn is Joe Horn's kid, right? No, I didn't know that. Oh, interesting. doesn't that make you feel old? Yeah. So he learned how to he learned how to cover his dad. Well, good. Listen, good luck against Mike Thomas and Kevin Ridley and everyone in Tampa. Um, Do you remember, by the way, Carolina, their entire 2020 draft was defensive players? Yes. So, yeah. So that's. That's Matt. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I never bought into the Matt rule hype. Um, I you don't you don't give up on a guy after one year, especially, you know, when, you know, COVID and everything else. But, um, you know, he's really he sort of has to put up or shut up. Now, I do like their defense. I think Brian Burns is good. Derek Brown is good. Jeremy Chin single handedly beat the Vikings. I think they have a lot of solid players. I don't think they're going to be able to, like, uh, generate a significant pass rush. And so, like, what is this team's strength other than wide receiver? I, I mean, uh, Chris McCaffrey, I guess. But like the I don't know. I mean, look, I know that the, the Panthers front office and ownership is very heavy into analytics. And so they're trying to be a forward thinking organization. And so you give them a little bit of extra leeway for that reason. Um, and Matt Rule was a highly regarded guy and a lot of teams wanted him. I mean, I think your team would have wanted him. The yeah, Giants I still wanted want him. him. Mm-hmm. You still want him. OK, so you're so Bloom is not off the rose after a five and 11 season for you yet. No, I don't think so, because 
they, you know, and, and it might not be off the rose if they go five and 12 this year because. At a well, so here's my question. Though. So th- there's six teams and this is the first of the six that we've gotten to where um, one of us is dramatically higher than the other one. And this is one of them. I have the Panthers at 21. You have them at 30. So you think this is like one of the worst teams in football? Yeah, because I think they have the worst quarterback in the league. Yeah, I mean, so do I. So that's that's fair. Um, I guess my counter. Like, I, I, I think McCaffrey, there's a chance that he has peak. Like, I, I think he's, you know, I still love him on my team, but I don't think he's necessarily going to carry this team to. I mean, I think know, last year, not they were five and 11, but they were basically a league average team. They they blew. I mean, they went three and eight one score games. They I think they were winning in like 13 second halves or something like that. Um, I forget the exact stat. I didn't write it down, but I did read it somewhere. Um, they brought in an entirely new regime, new coach, new coordinators. They didn't have a real offseason because of COVID. They lost their best player around whom their entire offense is built basically in week two. They had the second toughest schedule in the NFL last year. So, you know, with with the awful schedule and the injury luck and everything, five and 11 last year, you could really argue it was more like eight and eight. And they think they've made an upgraded quarterback, obviously, given, you know, the fact that they gave Teddy away and then gave up all these picks for for Darnold. So if you're giving them the benefit of the doubt there, if they're an average team, and, um, you know, one of the teams in their division at least is going to be worse, presumably in New Orleans, probably the Falcons also, um, maybe Tampa as well. You know, I think I think there's again, I'm not saying this team is a Super Bowl contender. We'll get to will they win this? How do they win the Super Bowl? But 30 to me is just way too low. But listen, I haven't suffered through Darnold the way that you have. So, well, here's the thing. The strength of their team is receivers, but that's sort of neutered by the fact that the quarterback can't get the ball to the receivers. The same I thing wouldn't call the strength of their team receivers. I mean, that's really stretching it. They have they have two okay receivers. Their strength of their team. I mean, Marshall might be good. I mean, listen, you you just the strength uh, of their team is their no no. Their main, biggest strength is their running back. Christian McCaffrey. Well, you could just is, say offensive weapons, like their offensive skill position. But I don't even think their receivers aren't. I mean, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson are fine. They're not great. And also and also you know you, you over right you over any receiver who's ever played for the Jets. No, their right tackle is fine, but like the offensive line is not great. You know, you, Darnold ideally, even though as you pointed out, he wasn't even good with a clean pocket. Like Darnold needs like an insanely clean pocket, or he'll make horrible decisions. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. So, I mean, why so don't what's get, this good team at tackling? Why don't we jump into good. how does this team win the support? I mean, we're early okay, in the podcast, but mm-hmm. I guess so. Okay. So, uh, by the way, I, I should note one because I was pointing out all the, you know, they had the second tough schedule, all that stuff. They uh, they were number one in fumble luck last year. So, you know, some of that could revert to the mean in the wrong direction for them. But this year, and maybe we should play the schedule game because you look at the first six weeks, they have a completely cake schedule. So, if they start hot and then they you ride like the word it, cake now, yeah, they start hot, they ride that momentum and confidence. And all of a sudden, you know, you, um, you know, you make up, they, you know, I, I said, I said at the beginning of this podcast, sorry about the Chargers. They were, uh, they were Chargers and Vikings-esque in field goal luck. Last year, kickers went 29 out of 31 against them. So um, I think what it comes down to is this. Sam Darnold was the number three pick in the NFL draft. He was considered, going into that draft, the safest quarterback to pick in that draft. Now it's mm-hmm. year four. So if we ignore every single thing we've seen from him in the last couple of years, right? Ignore everything mm-hmm. we saw from him in the NFL. And just based it off what we thought when he was drafted, if I had said to you the night of the draft, by year four, will Sam Darnold be the, the quarterback of a, a, you know, a playoff caliber starting quarterback? He would say, yeah, for sure. So I guess if we assume that's the case, and then, you know, we couple that with Christian McCaffrey, you know, taking advantage of the 17 games to set an NFL record for yards from scrimmage. And Tom Brady's old and decrepit and Matt Ryan is and New Orleans lost Drew Brees. All right, I, I can definitely see a scenario where the Panthers win 11 games. You win 11 games, you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. And then what happens in the playoffs? What, what happens in the playoffs? Christian McCaffrey happens in the playoffs. Oh, sure. So games 18, 19, 20, and 21 for this aging running back. He just goes absolutely uh, aging. Playoffs. I mean, he's not aging. We're all aging, Alex. Well, okay, that's true. But 
<laughs> so yeah, you you think no chance. You have this as you know one of the worst teams of football. I mean, has you know the expression "crazier things have happened." Yeah, nothing crazier has ever happened. No, uh, something like Leicester City is crazier. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey was born in 1996, and you're calling him aging. I mean, you are a young 37, famously. How about Tyler Gilbert throwing in no hitter against the the, the Halos in his first I, career I MLB start here? But it's, it's it's made it's NL. Can we talk about because it's NL? Uh, I Fourth mean, can, guy ever, but yeah. only the second guy since 1892. Mm-hmm. Although Holloman did it in 53, Bumpus Jones in 1892, and Ted Breitenstein. Great, and Tyler Gilbert's not as nearly as good as Ted Breitenstein is a uh, he's a Chester chart hero. Okay, uh, fine. Wow. Let me ask a question. I owe an apology. I owe an apology to our listeners, don't I? Uh, what for your nasally voice? What for what? Well, last week, I get uh, that's an eternal apology. But last week, I guaranteed them. Right. I said five free money bags. Take the uh, take the Falcons money line in their preseason game against the Titans. And what was the final score? Twenty three to three. So the Falcons did not show up against Arthur Smith's former team. Yeah. Like, I mean, what, maybe this team what, already what hates that bet? coach. What did you bet? I didn't bet anything. I just told other people to. Oh, okay. And they did. They followed you. I don't know if they did, but they, I mean, they, how they could you compete with? All right. I'm looking at the box score. Logan Woodside and Matt Barkley played well. I mean, you, so you thought AJ McCarron would just be too good for the preseason Titans. I mean, he's a veteran. You'd think he'd be, you know, better than these random rookies. Other teams. Felipe Franks threw up a two for nine for 16 yards. All right. Line. So let's come back. Did how did the Panthers win the Super Bowl? I got news for you because the Atlanta Falcons have already turned on their coach. They had no interest yes. in helping him get a win against his former employer. None. Yeah, they're going to go 0 17 this year. So that's two wins mm-hmm. right there for the Panthers. OK, 138 yeah. yards total for the Panthers. 21 passing. Not Pretty great good. for Arthur. Arthur, mm-hmm. Arthur, Arthur. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Should we. Um, should we uh, do a schedule game maybe for this team? As I said, they got a very easy first six weeks. Yeah, let's do the schedule game for Carolina. Um, but is there do you have any historical comp for Sam Darnold being one of the worst quarterbacks in football three straight years? And then becoming a league average player. No, it's it's very unlikely. I I didn't. I mean, I, I don't have that research ready. I can look it up now, but it'll take me time to give you an immediate the answer. The only we, thing I, the only thing you could even sort of think of, is Alex Smith. Like Alex Smith was pretty bad at first. Yeah. Um, and then right, let, let me compare Alex Smith to Sam Darnold now that you brought that up. But you mm-hmm. keep talking as I get to my quarterback charts. Okay, uh, some scores from around the league tonight. We'll do uh, the Jets with a big win. The Giants were the home team, by the way, 12-7. Mm. I thought they played the last preseason game. No, they're playing the first this year. Okay. Um, yeah. All right, so Alex Smith, uh, very, very bad to start his career. His CQBR plus, remember, this is like a OPS plus. It's out of 100. So, I mean, 100 is league average. So, uh, his rookie season, it's 42, which is like, has never happened before. Mm-hmm. Incredibly bad. The next season, 93. So he's, he's bad, but, you know, he's passably bad. And then the third season gets injured, but 65. So, again, worst quarterback in the NFL. Misses all of 2008. So he is from 2005 to 2007, by far the worst quarterback in the NFL. Misses all of 2008. Comes back 2009, 2010. He's league average. 2011, he's a little bit above league average. And then all of a sudden, for the rest of his career, he's basically a very solid quarterback. You know, an above average quarterback from, you know, 2011 consecutively he has four five six seven years in a row where he's an above average quarterback including switching teams in the middle now we had harbaugh and andy reed two offensive geniuses really but so i mean alex smith is a good example i guess if you want to be matt Dar- um if you want to be hopeful as a sam darnold guy because darnold has not been as bad as alex smith was those first couple of years okay um yeah so alex smith was not a bad comfort and when does smith turn around in year five well year year five he comes back from the injury year five and six 
he's he's basically league average. He's a little below your league average, but he's basically mm-hmm. league average in year five. And then okay. year year seven is his first year above average. And again, then he starts seven years in a row above average. Culminating with, right. I mean, he, ha- he has a career year in San Francisco where he then gets benched for Kaepernick. And then he has an even better career year for Kansas City where he should have been in the MVP discussion when then he gets benched the next season for uh, Mahomes. So, uh, and in each case, the team was right to do so. But, you know, he sort of had bad luck running into, you know, young studs. So, yeah, I think, uh, listen, let's not sell all of our stock in Sam Darnold. Yeah, even I mean, if you're looking at history set. and, you know, can Sam Darnold turn it around? I think I think tomorrow we're doing, spoiler alert, uh, the Colts. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yes. and that's a team like you, we have never seen a quarterback have as bad a season, not, not never, but almost never seen. And there's a couple of examples. Seen a quarterback have as bad a season as Carson Wentz had last year after being an established quarterback in the league already to have good years and then bounce back. So Darnold was just, uh, you know, Darnold's been bad his whole career, but Wentz was just incomprehensible last year. But, you know, we'll get to that tomorrow. Let's play some mm-hmm. schedule game. Who's who's calling wins and losses here for the Panthers? Um, I will say the schedule and you'll tell me if they're going to win or lose. OK. Is there a, I mean, there's no scenario where like they go five and 12 again and they pull the plug on rule. I don't think so. No, you can. No, they invested heavily in him. They gave him a massive contract. Didn't they give him like 767 or something? Yeah. And, and Joe Brady also is, you know, yeah. a big prospect. So, yeah. OK. Uh, they host the Jets week one. Really, really no bigger game in week one. I, I'm going to guess this might be their biggest spread of the season. You know, if you're if you're trying to survive, I mean, that's not a, a hot take. Yeah. Well, in a survivor season, you might want to jump out of the booth, you know, jump out and grab the Panthers in week one because you're probably not getting another chance to take them. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll give them a win here. And the Panthers once went one and oh, and then one 15. So maybe they'll do it. Again. Yeah. Wasn't that against the Vikings? I believe so. Yes. So week two, they host the Saints. You know what? I said, keep that momentum going. That rule two and oh, baby. Oh, my. All right. Yeah. Then they go to Texas and play both Texas teams, Houston and Dallas. The, the right. Houston game is on a short week. Yeah, I guess Houston gets their first win there. They, they have all the momentum of beating New Orleans and they lose to Houston. So two and one. And then uh, they lose to Dallas two and two. No, this team has 15 one o'clock games. Mm, yeah, um, they OK. Uh, they host the Eagles and then your beloved Minnesota Vikings. All right. Um, I say they beat the Eagles. They lose the Vikings. So three and three. At the Giants. It's kind of a toss-up game. I see they have the Falcons the next week on the road. I'll say they'll split those. So four and four. Okay. Hosting the Patriots. What's the Patriots record in week nine? Uh, oh, I made a bet with somebody on Friday night. I took the Patriots under on the season. Okay. So you're, you think the Patriots are four and four, three and five at this point? I don't know. This guy says to me, he says, oh, the Patriots going to uh, be better than 11 and five this year. So I had to tell him, first of all, it's a 17 game schedule, number one. Well, I mean, did you bet on the 11 number, which is insane? Or did no, you bet so, on the so I, number, I, I like said it. I said, how about this? I'll What's their number nine? I think it's nine or not. I gave him nine and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wanted 11 and a half. So I gave him nine and a half and I took the other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I, it's a friendly wager. Um, all right. So I say um, so they're four and four. We're into November now. They're facing the Patriots. Uh, you know what? Give him another win. Five and four. Uh, OK, fine. I'm At like the Arizona all of a sudden. At Arizona, I'll uh, say a loss five and five hosting the football team. Another win six and five. This team is in the playoff race at Miami. All right, lost six and six. So this team, buy- the way I've yeah. picked them so far since week two, they have not been. They've been a game above 500 or 500 every single week. Yes, although the three hardest divisional games do come. Yeah, six and six down the stretch. They come. They have not pay- faced the Bucks yet. Yeah. So hosting Atlanta. All right. Um, I guess seven and six. Yeah. At Buffalo. Seven and seven. At, uh, hosting Tampa seven and eight at New Orleans seven and nine at Tampa seven and ten. Yeah, so that's the problem. They're, they're not going to win a game in December. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, seven ten's not crazy. What's their What's their over under? Five and a half, six. Ah, oh, I mean, might be harder than that. I think I would have that information readily available. The it's on our chart. over. Yeah, the over under for the what team we're talking about right now? The Carolina uh, Panthers Carolina. is seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay, fine. So you're banging that under for sure. Yeah, because yeah, seven you have and the thirtieth ranked team. Yeah, the, you have yeah, and, and I'm pretty high on them, and I just said they're going to go seven and ten. Yes, this is not going to be my Super Bowl, my long shot Super Bowl team. Yeah, I think I, I think I would probably take the under here as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, we certainly haven't been bombed, so we spent half the time talking about the Chargers, and we still have. What else do we have to say about the Carolina Panthers? Um. All right, we could go through the Panthers. Uh, all right, offensive line, Cam Irving. What do you think about Cam Irving? Not great. Um, no, their offensive line sucks. We covered that part. Yeah, Pat Elfline, you know him. Yeah. From Minnesota. He was actually okay on the Jets at the end of last year. Mm. No. They, they gave Matt Paradise a bunch of money. Uh, he had been really good in Denver. Yeah. And he uh, struggled very much in his first year in Carolina. Did you have a trivia question about a team taking their entire draft offensive or defensive players? A trivia question? I thought you asked that once. Like, like how many? When's it, when is the team taking all only offensive or only defensive players in the draft? Well, I, I, I mean, somebody did it this year in the draft. Mm. They also drafted Brady Christensen, who I think people thought the Jets wanted because he blocked for Zach Wilson at BYU. Uh, he's not, I, I don't believe, penciled in the start right now. AJ Bouye, haven't heard that name in a few years. I believe he's still on a drug suspension. He can't start the season at corner, but he'll be there. Justin Burris, who the Jets drafted at corner a while ago, is their strong safety. Uh, there's not like a tremendous amount of of uh, young talent there, but Reddick is a good player. Shaq Thompson is a good player. I, how good? Like the problem is with corners. One of the years where you're getting them for cheap, even more so than say quarterbacks. We're talking about J.C. Horn. There's almost never like a really lockdown rookie corner. Yeah, it's just such a big learning curve that first yeah. year. And uh, I don't know. I, again, this is not a win now team, so you can afford to have like an up and down year from a guy. You know, the eighth pick in the draft. But damn, I don't know. They must have thought Justin Fields sucks because you know who does suck? The actual guy they brought in at quarterback. And they're, I mean, I mean, the Vikings a, claim that they like yeah. Kellen Mond more than Justin Fields. So I don't know. Yeah. In in a different world where Deshaun Watson is a good guy. Yeah. I do you think this is the team where he ends up, maybe? There was talk of that for sure. Yeah. I think I, like, think, I think them, maybe New England pre-draft, you know, I mean, at a certain point, and I'm not here to dismiss the seriousness of these allegations, but at a certain point, no, geez. he's either going to continue with his career or not. Right. I think not. I think the answer is not. He's listed as fourth on the depth chart. I think you there's think his no way over. You think we will never see. No, Watson again. I think his 2021 career is over. guys. Are freaking, people have murdered people. So bit of the NFL. <laughs> OK, have, but I don't people think people right possibly away. murdered people and won the Super Bowl MVP the following year. Okay, but uh, listen, there. He, this guy has has more accusers than than you know Ray Lewis did or whatever. Yeah, I, I listen. I don't think you could. I don't think you could let him play. I just listen, don't. We as a society love dogs way more than humans, clearly. And they brought my Desha- back. Deshaun Deshaun Watson is not is not playing snap this year. That that is uh, my opinion. Oh, uh, Houston really running up uh, in Green Bay. Deshaun Watson, of course, not playing in that game. Davis Mills. 11 for 22 with an interception. Tyra yeah, Taylor, well, we'll be seeing Davis 40. Mills more later this season. Just I, there's Aaron Rodgers doesn't play a snap in the preseason, right? I don't um, think no, no chance. Yeah. Scotty Phillips is the Texans leading rusher. Yeah, of course. Scotty Phillips. Um, so your prediction is that Deshaun Watson does not play a single snap this year. And then what I, what what is his professional status in 2022? It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Listen, is it possible he never plays again yet? But I think it's unlikely. I don't think there's any chance of that. 
And I just, I, I mean, Colin Kaepernick never played again, but then again, he committed a much worse crime than abusing women, which is, you know, <laughs> standing up for the rights of African-Americans. So um, I think that, I, I think that eventually, like you, you couldn't bring him in and like introduce him at a press conference, like right after all the allegations. But at a certain point, I, I think that he becomes sort of less toxic and people and all they really care about in the NFL ultimately is what you can do on the field. And we know what Deshaun Watson can do on the field. And so if we were predicting right now, where will Deshaun Watson be in 2022? I think that the Carolina Panthers are a very good choice. Yeah, I don't think he's playing next year. I don't know. 2022? Wait. Well, I think, I think, I think like these legal cases. You don't think that Deshaun Watson will be a quarterback in the NFL in 2022? I don't know. I just don't know. But I I think like none of us know anything. We're making stuff up. Of course not. But some of this stuff is going to take a long time to, to play out. And I don't know if it'll be done by next time. I, I'm kind of surprised, actually, now that I think about it, that the Carolina Panthers over under is seven and a half because you think they have no chance. And I thought I was optimistic on them. I was giving them wins against, you know, decent teams here and there. And then they still couldn't find mm-hmm. an eighth win. So maybe the Bucks have already clinched something. They're locked into their seed and then they they sneak out an eighth win there and they go to eight, nine. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're slowly moving our way up. We'll, we'll start talking about some of the better teams eventually. At least the mediocre teams. Yeah. Well, I mean... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.